0: In the middle of a subject, um, the subject I said when we were starting, introduced it, and we we'll get more into it tonight. The subject we've been discussing is the ability to control your mind. Controlling your mind has different aspects to it. One aspect is controlling your emotions. Controlling the thoughts that come into your head, examining them, reacting to them, evaluating them, acting on them or not acting on them. <coughs> That's one type of controlling thoughts. We didn't speak about it. we spoke about that more briefly when we said you're responsible for the thought, you can't control the thoughts that come into your mind but you control what you're going to do with them. A lot of thoughts come into our minds. Someone who has khalis Reich can't even stop thoughts from coming into his mind. Can't stop thoughts from coming into his mind. So he's constantly in the Matzah of Imenuch what to decide what he's going to think about, or to get the thought out of his head, because it came in already. But I want to spend time on something which is in that subject but different, and it's really the key to everything else. And that is to be able to focus on what you want to focus on. Not just in a passive way of how am I going to react to the thoughts that come into my head, etc. It's very important, but that's not our subject now. How do you focus? How do you concentrate? How do you, you know, uh, most of us can only think about one thing at a time. Now, a person who's very intelligent can think about two things at a time, No. It just goes back and forth so fast. It looks like it's one thing at a time, but it's really not. Okay, thank you very much. Now. First, I just want to tell you something. Stop on the... Um, you should take care of what you think about before you go to sleep. It could be a Mishnah. If you go to sleep late enough. If it's after Chatsai, it could be Tosh Leave that. But um, if you go to sleep with something that your mind was occupied in the Dovet Kodesh. it's very good for you. Over time, it's very good for you. You also wake up differently. But the place... Now, I want you to understand that there are different levels of focus and concentration and we'll get to them and we're going to get to them later. But it's much harder to create something out of nothing then to create something out of something. What does that mean? If I say to you, focus on a thought. So what do you have to do? You have to create a thought, and then you have to focus on it. But let's say I give you something to think about already beforehand. So then, now just focus on that. You don't have to create... It's like the difference between a multiple choice question and an essay question. Yeah? Or... Um, if I'm not sure of the students' names, oh my gosh, I don't remember it, but then you give me a list of four names, I'll be able to put who goes with who. So it's easier to, be, to, to hold on to a thought which you gave me than to create a thought and then hold on to it. Now, this is important for two reasons. One is when you start to do something, you, know, you don't start where it's hard, you start where it's easier. Why? Because if you start where it's hard, so you may fail. And if you fail enough times, you think you're not capable. But it's not you're not capable, you're just stupid. What do you start doing that for? What do you start with that? Now the reason people start with hard things is because they want to get there already. I want to get there. I want to do it. And it is very clear. So but It doesn't happen in one shot. He said, that's why parents give commands to their kids. Come here now. It's direct. It's clear. It's tough. Yeah? So, it's designed to make it happen. Because I want it to happen now. So, the direct way is the quickest way, right? Straight. A straight line is the shortest distance between two points. The only problem is that if you command your kid to come, so what are you going to do if he doesn't? Oh, then you have to decide, am I going to get into a confrontation, a fight, or am I going to lead, let it go? Neither are good. If I get into a fight, so a kid rather die than lose. Eventually, he, most, most mothers he could outlast. If I constantly need to win, and always wins, I crush the kid. Eventually, eventually uh, it doesn't taste good at the end. Yeah? It's very bad. That's right, it's not ready. But they do it again and again and again because I want the product now. So you do it. But that's a mistake. You have to work towards something. It's the people that want uh, quick, do big results quickly, they just never make it. Or the person who's waiting for the big job. The hush of a job. That's what he's waiting for, and he's sure he's ready for it. And maybe he is ready for it, but he's not going to get it. Of course, he didn't do all the steps between. So therefore, you have to start where something is easier. So one is because you'll have more chance of succeeding, but more important than that, once you succeed, you believe you can succeed more. But if you keep failing, so either you think it's too hard, or you think you're stupid, because you just keep failing. So these are two reasons, two separate reasons. One is in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish after making small steps. And the second is, if you want to believe in your ability to accomplish what you want to accomplish, you have to go in small steps. So if we're going to want to talk about concentration, so I'll tell you where the end goal is. The end goal is to be sitting in a noisy uh, environment that's very distracting and think about whatever you want to think about, whenever you want to think about it, no matter how hard it is. And I want about to do that. And by the way, you can, but not now. How about thinking about two things at the same time? Not exactly the same time. How about giving somebody half your brain? Because that's all he needs, and the quality and depth of his words really require only a quarter of your brain. And you're being generous in giving half your brain. I remember. I remember. I told you this. I learned my lesson in 1975. I was teaching eighth grade. And um, this kid looked like he had this blank look on his face when I was talking, so I figured he might just doesn't help what's going on. He needed .001 percent of his brain to understand me, and that's what he gave me. So it looked like he was all spaced out. How did I know? He opened his mouth, <laughs> and I found out when he started to demolish this and, and ask about that, oh, he was listening. So I said, "Nah." The last, last time you judge a person, so don't judge people so fast. Just like, forget it. So do you, there is a point where you could have so much more accomplished in life when you can give, but don't, don't tell them you're doing that, by the way. Yeah? If you're listening to someone with half of your head, yeah, and doing a great job, don't tell them, by the way, I'm also thinking about something else. They won't like it, especially your wife. Okay? Therefore, when we want to start a career of being able to focus, so there's going to be two things. One is we want to be able to decide beforehand that we're going to do this. Because when you want to focus, it doesn't work. happen by you have to stop and then decide you're going to do this. There are many things in life, your life is much richer if you decide to do things than if you just do them. As I've told you before, Rav Oba says that when a person should come to shul a couple of minutes earlier and decide to daven and then daven, it's a decision to do something. I know a wonderful Jew, Him and my wife are the only people in the world I'm afraid of. And I told him why. Because he runs teacher training for Torah Masara. Yeah? And I want to do teacher training, which is why I'm going to Toronto. Actually doing a convention of people who are teachers. Yeah? I'm speaking like four times, five times. And that's very good. Teachers are very important. Um, So since he can offer me the opportunity to teach teachers, so I'm terrified of him, because what if he doesn't like me? So, Buch Hashem. Buch Hashem. so far it's okay. So this man, this great Jew, he, he graduated music school, Juilliard, which is a very good music school. But he decided he wanted to do something more meaningful with his life. See, but he told me once that the conductor has a sign to the orchestra, we are now stopping in order to start. You can't start unless you stop first. This is very important in life. Before you go into your house, stop. Before you walk into base magic, stop. And realize what you're about to do. I'm not telling anyone to go to university. But a person who does do that, he has to stop in front of those hallowed halls, that building, and say and remind himself why he's going there. Like, what am I doing here? I'm going here because I want to be able to do X. Again, I'm not saying telling you to do it, but people who do do I say do that. And the other is. That when you have a, something to focus on, it's easier than to have to create from nothing, and that's tefillah, the Alter and kelm. We know that one of the great ways that we train ourselves to focus is through davening. Davening has, as the the says, it has it has a road already. There's words. There's a thought. It's something for you to latch on. You don't have to create it from nothing. So if you want to begin focusing, that there are other ways to do it. And we will look at other ways. But a way in Kiddusha, yeah? In Kiddusha is tfilah. Why? Now, what about focusing and learning? It's very important to be able to focus and learning. You'd be surprised how much more you can accomplish in Torah if you're focused. The Gemara says in the beginning of Shabbos that they said Please, when Rebbe is learning one Masechta don't ask him from anywhere else. Now, uh, when I was a bacha, 43 years ago so there's a Jew named Rabbi Stern. So I used to have a medic to ask him from all over. He knows everything, he knew everything. I told him it's very important to me that he stay in the basement, that he stay for many more years, why? Because this way Nayak knows he's not such a big shot, because Yibyasev's here. <coughs> so it's like sort of like a reminder, like you know, okay Nayak, you got your place, right? Right, he's still there, okay? So he smiles when I tell him that, but it's okay, it's not a joke, yeah? I could ask him all over, from everywhere. The Jews, you could ask anything. Yeah? So Rabbeinu, you couldn't ask him in a different mousetra? Really? The pshad is he was so focused, totally focused, that to move him out of that, Ravutna has a whole pshad over there that a whole beautiful shots not in the now, but he was focused completely. It just comes to mind now. You learned you learned it in Mesikht in, in Mesikta Pababasa. You learned Hashudfin once. Right? You learned it in Neville. Is that right? Still learning. Still, Still, learning. It. Still learning it. So the Zigmarudir, the Suggy and Gimelamid base. is Lilista Bhakenishta, A Dhava Said, there's a Taisis over there. It's really Gemara and Megillah, but you should know it from Hashudfin. That that you're allowed to go into the besmish, into a shul, if it starts raining. Yeah, Does anyone remember such a thing at all? Or it's Kachaloyim Yauf. says it better than me. Yeah. Not, 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 but I, you can't think of learning when it's raining? Come on now. Say, you're allowed to go into a shul. Now, shaman, me. Because boy, it's the needs a clarity like a uh, cloudless day. Their level of concentration, on one hand, you, they can focus. They can focus deeply. On the other hand, you see they're so sensitive. They're both true. Rav Rav Gustman and al Racha, one morning, the sire, he's gonna learn Bhavakha's above kama. He picked his head up. The next time he picked his head up, it was dark eyed, he had mismincha. He was in kama the whole day. That's focus. On the other hand, it's so easy to get thrown off. There's different qualities, <laughs> levels of concentration. So tremendous miler, it's tremendous of to concentrate. But tefillah, the muhus of tefillah, is the concentration. Tefillah is oimed b'fnei haMelech. That the true of tefillah is oimed b'fnei haMelech. And I told you, if you remember, that Reb Chaim Ezeh used to have red lines on his forehead when he was davening, the doctor said, because he had to drive out all the other thoughts he was thinking at the same time when he's talking to the Because even though he could think about ten other things, but that's not how you admit with Nehamelech. The that's not how you admit with the So he can't do it during davening. So if you want to practice, focus. So the best place to start is davening for two reasons. One is you have a text, and secondly, you know, so that's what you're supposed to be doing. It's the truest it's the, it's the mitzvah <laughs> Now, you can do it slowly, you can do it quickly, focusing. Remember I told you a Jean is somebody who thinks slowly, quickly. In Kelm, the de Zimmer was always 50 minutes, whether it was the weekday or Shabbos. On Shabbos, that fast, 50, 5 yeah? I don't know how many of us would survive Count, I understand. 15 minutes of Sukkot Zimra. Yeah? You understand? But then Sharp said, that real quick! The same 15 minutes. Because they had to learn how to daven quick. But davening quick means still focused. Now let's take a look on what I have a new as, uh, as prepared for us. On page Kuf Zion he gives... i do going to have time to finish the whole thing. You, you'll be able to hold on to this, right? Yeah. In the middle, you see there's an arrow. That's not a printing mistake, it's me. <coughs> There's <laughs> a hadrocha to avoid this a maqshova A hadrocha on how to work on your koya mah machso, maqshava btvila. Tafkirha Mahshava Bitfila who? What is the function of the Mahshava Bitfilah? This comes from the Sefer Sif Seichayim, from Abhai Friander, Midays, Khalik Base. Who retire to picture let sigh to make a form believe in our hearts as teichen hat zilus verbracht so we the teichen of the zilus what's in that bracha? what's in that tfila kedesh na gesham kilochevino asan bepayam we should feel them as if as if that we are experiencing them before you start. And after you've done that. The mind understands the content. And then by, as a result, The hagoshes, that you put into your heart beforehand. Yeah? Yeah? Through the seer of the the concrete seer. Hey and this is true. it would have been better, Lou, if only he and Bitsian Biliba, if we built the picture in our life as If we could do it all at once. Picture. Yeah? Um Went as if you ever saw a sick person, sort of suffering. So you put the image of that person in your mind, and then you say the bracha. Now the truth is, you should be able to do it at the same time. You say the bracha and you think of that person. It's too hard. In the beginning it's too hard. Yeah. So we should be margish things. There's a a very big rule here, which we should spend one evening on that the key to regesh, the key to feeling, is sight. We've said this before, that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't break the Luchas until he saw the egel. He had very good information about what had happened. So the grain says the eyes touched the emotion. When it says in Shabbos, The sinews, the nerve endings of the eyes are attached to the heart. You want to feel, you have to see. When you see something, say a picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah? Because it touches the regesh. Advertising, they have only a few seconds to catch your attention. They need to give you a message. They want you to buy. Right? They want you to spend money on their product you almost always see a picture. It's a sense of sight, that long subject. But seer is what arouses the recognition. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to it. So you have a seer of this sick person. So when you say, when you for feklah so, all people in that situation, see, you mispaheled a person beforehand, and then when you say the words, the regish that comes from that previously pictured idea is now felt in the words and you say it, the regish. And that's tefillah. Tefillah is is our life. The regish is the feeling. So he says, now the truth is, we should do this all the time in every tefillah. I It's hard to do it masses. have to have hours and hours and hours. one after the other. Don't, don't do everything at once. Lahovin? To understand, to desire, to make a picture, to tire, and to imagine, to describe is teichneim hu say. Kedei lasliyach In order to do this, like this man makavur. Some man kavur. She tisha habrocha. Machshavish Focused, uperiy and productive. Okay. Now. He's going to go on to in the next part about controlling your thoughts. Was it the first, the beginning? Yeah? So, what I'm asking you to do, okay, to take a bracha and be Mitzahir the toelis of it. You think about, um, the bracha of Raphaenu. or you think about Jews in Golis, there's a Jew named Jonathan Pollard. You know who that is? Jonathan Pollard, I spoke to the rabbi who visits him every week. He flies down to Florida once a week to see him. He said that he told him that this man had access to a lot of classified information. And to his desk one day came a report, terrorist attack in Israel tomorrow, do not, or dead, next week, do not leak it. Do not tell the Israelis. And the terrorist attack happened and people were killed. So then he switched sides. Now the truth is you're not mechuliv to don the American government the the Katschus. But it could be if that if it would have leaked it to the Israelis, and the Israelis would've stopped it. So then they would have the Arabs would have figured out who like how did it leak. And then some American guy would have gotten killed. That happens also. The spy world is a very it's a very closed circuit world. It's a different world. Yeah? But he felt he couldn't handle such a thing. So you have a picture of a person. He carries on a picture of a person. He's able to mispalel Faguula. The because he has a picture of that person in his heart. So I don't want anybody losing their minds. So you take one bracha and think about bracha. That means something to you. Someone who you know is sick. Someone who needs a Yeshua. That person might be yourself also. So, uh, in the bracha of Avaraba to appreciate Torah, before you make the bracha, realize how kishmak it is. You have a picture of a Yankee of Minkus in your head. Yeah? Ah! <coughs> it's delicious. Delicious. That is delicious to him. Whatever he teaches, he teaches avasatara. You want to be like him? You want to have that, that greatness? He's on an airplane, doesn't have any sign to watch a movie. Like, why would I do that for him? take some guy's imagination and put it into his head. Like, why? if said, they get to talk to him. It's an amazing thing. Yeah? This is related to the, what we've been talking about during the Shmuzen, about quiet time. Because you need to be able to have quiet to focus in order to be able to do this. Shmuzan, one bracha. Please, Rabbi One. Okay, one. Because I don't want the people flipping out. Yeah? One bracha. Imagine a, a picture in your head, feeling something, and then say the bracha. That's all. So what you're doing is you're improving your feel, but that's not our function here. I sorry to say. Yeah? The function is to learn to focus. And that's what you'll find when you finish the bracha that you just focused. It's like tricking you into focusing. Okay. So you... And two weeks. Is one a day or is one general? Rabbi, say, if you could stick to one bracha, it would be much better. It'll go in much deeper. If you can't, sit so down. Yes. yes.